0: So this is episode one of the G-Code Nutrition Squadcast.
1: Yeah, baby. Squad.
0: I'm here with Sko and Dirt. And uh, our goals for this project are to uh, talk shit and talk shop, as we've been known to do from time to time, on all things related to um, the gym and the vast world outside of the gym. And uh, things that relate to our brand and our lives and our friendship and our various interests, and what's going on in the world. So it's ambitious, but so are we, and uh, here we go.
1: Yeah, so uh, we should introduce ourselves so people, the unfamiliar at home, know who each of us are, they can attach a name to a voice, I'm Sko.
2: Dirt Malone, baby. Get familiar. And I'm G.
1: And that would be, in reverse order, G is Greg, Dirt is Travis. Sco is Mark because sometimes we use different names, but boom, there you go. That's
0: correct. Three three members of a collective known as the Squad, uh, who are sort of uh, the backbone of G-Code Nutrition and um, our various other incarnations in in the world and in the planet and on the planet.
1: And the, and there are many more in the Squad. The Squad is deep. It is so, deep. some members of the Squad will be joining us eventually. All of them from time to time. All with uh, worthwhile,
0: uh, interesting, colorful personalities that will bring something to the table. So. It is quite a group, man. It's going to be exciting to involve them all.
1: <laughs> you guys, I wish you could see our road trips. Maybe someday you will. But uh, when a bunch of us are in the room, shit tends to happen. Madness ensues. All good drama. All yeah. the good kind of drama. The good juice you want in your life. But
2: I'm pulling the scab off of my tattoo currently that
0: received over.
1: Yeah, there recently uh some G Code crown tattoos added the flesh.
0: Five of us uh marred our flesh. Uh Z- our marred our mortal flesh for immortality. Uh myself, Dirt, Anasan, Chase, and Christian all got the G code crown um at various places on our physiology. Uh at a really cool um tattoo shop in charlotte absolute tattoo was the name of the place right yeah dope spot yeah jordy was our guy uh really cool he talked to me about uh banks and steel and run the jewels it was it was a tattoo parlor where they listen to hip-hop i thought that was pretty awesome it's a tattoo not to not to stereotype but tattoo parlors tend to be like metal scenes generally yeah uh, which is cool uh but it was it was it was kind of dope that they actually listen to hip-hop in there
1: nice yeah i did not get the crown i have no tattoos on my flesh a long-standing uh, promise to my grandmother and grandfather who my grandmother just passed. So now I'm kind of like in the clear to do it, but I've kind of gotten used to not having any, well, I don't know. I'm either going to, in like 10 years, I'm either going to have 30 or zero still. Well, it's interesting
0: <laughs> to think, right, that in 2017, it's almost counterculture to not have a tattoo. It's funny how things go. This yeah, things true. have changed so much. It's Well, it's am not going to say that it's counterculture to not have one, but it's... Uh, more, it seems at least to be more rare for a young person to not have one than to have one. Yeah. This is true.
1: T- to make a list of people I know yeah. who don't have one
0: yeah.
1: let alone multiple it's right. a very short list. And it's
0: funny too because it's like you never want to unnecessarily turn something that's not a thing into a thing. Right. Like this is like you're going to be like you know I just never got around to having one or I never felt particularly compelled. Right. But then at a certain point you're like no this is my position on tattoos, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like
1: yeah no, <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's not like, because, you know, it's not hard. You talk to anyone 60, 70, even 50, 80, whatever, years old, and the stigma of having a tattoo back then, like, I get where my grandparents were coming from. I don't see the world the way that they see it. If anything, I saw the world the opposite of that. But I get where they were coming from, but since they were in that kind of world to now, things have changed so completely where it's so commonplace that, like, you know. Every, like, soccer mom I know has a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah, it's it's um,
0: far more commonplace. And I remember, like, when I got my first tattoo, I was, like, 17 and then one at 18. And you know, my dad wanted to kill me at first. And he was definitely not, you know, uh, a by-the-book, uh, super-establishment right. kind of guy. Right. Um, but I think it was just, he didn't have any. And he... Uh, but it's, it's funny, because he didn't have any, but it, he didn't have any, and he like, uh, acted like I shouldn't get one, and he was going to kill me if I did. But then when I got one, he, I could tell he digged it. And right. then like, he would talk to me from time to time, well, you know, if I get one. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, I, I think it's one of those things where I think people take a position based on, like you were saying, on tradition.
1: Right, society, yeah. the norms, you know. Yeah. What was your first tattoo?
0: Which one? <laughs> my first tattoo, I was like 16 or 17, and, and a few of my buddies, we all got... Uh, it's cliched, but we all got uh Chinese characters on our backs, uh not like uh comic yeah. book characters or like <laughs> right. anime, but uh, uh you know letters um symbols uh and they uh the one I got says live for today nice. uh, it's funny because it the first time I got it, um the guy only did the first half of it, so I think initially I only had live right and then i realized that the guy left out like the second portion of the character so then i got four today (laughs) i I think that's how it went down or i just have lived today or or i have like well yeah it was right carlin who was like said
1: it's like number seven like szechuan beef yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly
0: um but uh yeah so that was the first one that was the first one i ever got but then when i was um you know kind of as far as like backstory for the brand goes when i was um 18 i got uh the g with the crown put on my shoulder um yeah, yeah i like that one and it was kind of like a I like i said when you're that kid when you're that age one it's kind of like a um you know it's like a the arrogant declaration of the world that you're going to dominate but it, it also was like uh to look cool in a basketball jersey if, you know if yeah. you're gonna keep it 100 it's like <laughs> you know there's there's a layer of that to yeah. it too um but like the it, over time you realize that like some of the things that you do that seem relatively insignificant when you're young, like even if I take it back to like the live for today tattoo, if you stop and you look at like the symbolic meaning of, of those gestures or those, um, you know, uh, moments in your life where you decided to, um, do something like get a tattoo and, and what it meant then versus what it means to you now, it, uh, things take on much more meaning over time.
1: Yeah. Things I mean. change. Very much know?
0: so. Very much so.
1: I'd say like it, it's funny it was live for today but i think you're very now more about like process you know yeah like it's like that younger st- yolo kind of younger <laughs> world view versus yeah. now like no there isn't yeah, yeah. it's i'm not going to turn everything around in a day yeah, it's yeah. got to be this whole long view process right
0: know? exactly so so if you get it through the the yolo eyes of a 17 year old right and and it means one thing then yeah um and then you become this guy who's like a a preacher of process and like a, a, a cr- and a creature of process right and yeah. somebody who like um is always thinking about that long view and and um like investing in yourself for like these long-term goals and all that right and then you stop and you think about a phrase like live for today right and for me man like what that started to mean later on in my life was just the idea that like uh you know and it opens up a hundred other conversations but just the idea that um you know you're constantly focusing on these big picture goals and this stuff that's like down the road down the road down the road right and like when you're only looking down the road like you're missing the 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 road right in front of you you yeah. know what I mean and yeah. like so like I'm a guy who like needs to remind myself to sort of like live for today and yeah not to be too like you know uh yoga spiritual right but kind of like be present like now like and you know it's it's it doesn't just apply to this sort of thing but i I think about like with 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 the girls with my daughters and the idea that you know they're only going to be little for a very small period of time you know and if i spend their entire childhood just completely obsessed with my own goals and dreams and visions and ambitions like even if that stuff comes to fruition if i you know am not present now and i miss all that yeah, that would really suck, you know. And yeah. so, like, I try to, I try to balance all of that, like, um, big picture ambition and all that, like, vision. Um, uh, in terms of like stuff that's far down the road, I try to balance that with like trying to just remember how important today is. Yeah, not that's taking, actually not taking today you know, for granted.
1: That's actually uh, the number one regret of men on their deathbed, is that they worked. Too much yeah, for sure and not in like the you know everyone would like to work less but in the sense that like they could have worked less yeah, and yeah. didn't yeah, yeah. you know right for sure so I it's, think about it's definitely that a sometimes. balance you know
2: i didn't I did read something like that the same thing you're talking about and then there's like questions in my head where it's like I really should take this
0: day off and do this because (laughs) people on their deathbed are saying this. That's that's all
1: the excuse you needed to take off.
0: But, you know, like that's the other thing too, right? And I talk about like with my daughters, but it's really, it really applies to everything, right? Like where um, you become so hung up on what you want to accomplish and, and, you know, how difficult those things are and how much time and effort um, it takes and the sort of patience and the sort of, picture thinking and like i said like looking further down the road like keeping your vision on the horizon yeah and so much of that is involved in these um bigger goals in our lives uh but you start to take things for granted and as much as like i can relate to my daughters and and kids right you just think about like you know um like i had a close friend who just lost his grandmother and we've lost uh, you and I both lost yeah. grandmothers over the course of the past couple of years, and yeah. my my aunt Marie passed away. And right. Like these significant people in your lives that uh, you know you sort of uh, take for granted to to some extent, and you don't you know, necessarily stay in touch with or make time for or whatever the hell the thing is. Like that that is always a regret that people have to deal with to some degree or another that they couldn't make time for people or they weren't present for you know people that they love or uh, you know whatever the hell it was. Um, you know and though you might be accomplishing great things or you know making money or you know becoming successful however you define that there might be a lot of things that you're missing out on in the process yeah. you know by not living for today
1: you know so speaking of uh, the process and all of that and and the uh the ritual the long view what's going on in the gym right now for each of you where are you at let's get into just some training for a little bit
2: <sighs> my back's all messed up i'm taking a break
1: how long is that how'd that happen? What's you the know deal? what
2: it's from? I think it's from sneezing a <laughs> shitload of times on Friday because
0: it's allergy season. I think I just blew my back out doing Soft. that. Yo, but it's you, possible. But you know what's funny though, right? Is it's like possible. how often do you hear of like incredibly jacked dudes um injuring themselves doing like trivial daily things? And right. it's oh, it's not the six hundred pound deadlift yeah. or you know, yeah. the reps with five hundred pounds or yeah. any of the obvious perilous things that you do on a regular basis where you get hurt but you get hurt you know vacuuming your when living things like not it. related to their crap right. yeah, yeah. all <laughs> the time <laughs> yeah all the time you know like our, our buddy uh our buddy evan who's a you know incredible bodybuilder and he uh um you know trains like a lunatic you know every day for years and years and years and then he hurt himself walking on ice yeah you know yeah. and it's like that sh- kind of shit happens all the time and it's strange how, how it works out that way but uh as for my training, like, it, it's it's good. Like, I, I, I haven't been training really heavy. Like, that's something that I've been, like, uh, backing off of, and I've kind of more just been going with the flow and, like, training for a pump and trying to get a good workout, but not necessarily doing, like, low reps and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, we, we had done powerlifting for a while. Not to speak for both of us. Well, but, for
2: those who don't know, Greg and I have been training vigorously
0: for the past what? What, training together? yeah. Uh, five six years five six years um nice. yeah and like we were doing powerlifting training on and off from time to time um we did a couple of meets and all that and you know just for fun really and yeah. the personal challenge of it but um that kind of training beats you up and like you know what yeah. we were doing is we were doing the um it was like sort of a hybrid training where you're doing high lower rep stuff to make sure that the three major lifts are you know um you're spending enough time on them and progressing on them but then kind of adding all the bodybuilding volume stuff at the end of those workouts as well the accessory yeah i mean i never really called it that but that's what powerlifters call it yeah um (laughs) but you know my thing was like uh, just taking my training which was like you know training like body parts style training like bodybuilders do but then just adding in the extra emphasis on the powerlifting stuff yeah um but that stuff man it it beats you up over, over time and it's not necessarily um that uh, maxing out on one sort of exercise on a semi-regular basis is a huge deal, but when you're doing really low reps on all three exercises yeah. and you're doing it's the like deadlift. being a running back. Yeah, and you're doing the deadlift and the squat on a regular basis, um, you know, with low reps, fucks you up, in a, you know, over time. And, and um, I just kind of got burned out from just, like, the the extra stuff, like the jargon surrounding the, the lifestyle and stuff. It just came to be too much like yeah. I, when, I agree. When something becomes too much of a scene, it just my nature.
1: You want no part of it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> Time to, to start a new scene. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. When something becomes too much of a scene. Relate. When something becomes too much of a scene and it's all anybody talks about and it's like uh um I don't know, I just yeah, I still I, I try to go in the opposite it's direction. It's like a religion like,
2: almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like a religion, right. So it's like, you know, um you know, like any sort of lifestyle or cult or, you know, whatever that people are really, really into, um, you know, I, and I don't, it, it just doesn't suit my personality to like be that neck deep into it. And I kind of rather do my own version of that thing. So, um, but yeah, so there was like a physical aspect to the fact that I just felt banged up all the time training that heavy. Right. Um, and then also just the idea that I was not really all that dedicated to powerlifting in the first place. So like uh, I kind of just reverted back to my normal style of training, which is more like um a bodybuilding style of training. Um, but with you know, like an emphasis still on being strong or whatever. But just kind of training for the enjoyment of training, training instinctively going to the gym, not necessarily having a plan, but doing except the, oh, like, oh, I'm gonna train legs today. And then you get to the gym, you figure out how you're going to train legs. Like I always like that. I like the creative aspects of training. Yeah. 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 You know? Uh so yeah, so right now like it's not in crazy intensity. But I have noticed that but I've been training a lot and there I kind of uh slowly putting together a home basement gym. Nice. And, like, there have been instances in the past, like, few months where I trained, like, nine times in a week or something. That's a lot. It's
1: dope. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. It's, I know it's too much. But but it's, uh, I feel like it's good for my process, like, in terms of creatively and stuff. If I'm uh, training a lot and, um, you know, just kind of uh, lots of caffeine and lots, lots of endorphins for whatever reason yeah. helps my process and makes me think clearer and yeah. be more creative. Uh, it's like my drug of choice, oh, I mean,
1: you know, but yeah. that's what they're both supposed to do, yeah, you know so absolutely, so it's like, an upper <laughs>
0: absolutely, and I, I think that um the more I do those sort of vigorous physical things, the more uh inspired I am, and the more uh creative I am, and the more energetic I am the, I, I like so much I have so much more energy when I get up and train in the morning than when I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, so oh that's so true, like, even though you're like exerting, your
1: body and mind up, yeah.
0: So it's like, even though you're, ex- it's sort of counterintuitive because you're getting less sleep and you're exerting yourself. Yeah. But for whatever reason, that exertion, it just well, it wakes we, you up.
1: We talked about that in the past too, especially then when you've done it first thing, you kind of have it in the bank. Yeah. And it's kind of like the day wasn't shit. Yes. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. And you have that up your sleeve and yeah. you know. You know, something productive got done that day. It sets the tone for the day. And,
0: you know, in a certain way, you know that you did something that other people didn't necessarily do that day. And, like, even though it's unspoken, there's, like, a certain edge that you gain from that. And I think another thing, too, is, like, um, and it sort of went out the window today because I did train this morning and then um, we got sandwiches a little while ago and it totally fucking was off my program. But uh, so good what's interesting, though, is that when (laughs) you – I think when you train in the morning too, it kind of holds you accountable in terms of your eating for the rest of the day. Absolutely. You're like, oh man, I'm not gonna go bust my ass. In the Absolutely, gym and then man. Eat bullshit all day. <laughs> the last
1: thing you want to do is eat fucking, yeah. you know, Shit. pizza. Yeah. 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 Nice.
0: For sure. So it makes you accountable.
1: Nice. I am uh, training.
0: Uh, I'm training. You finally training. I'm, I'm training. training. Back
1: you're training. in there. Well, your
0: stomach was fucked
1: up. For I've a while, been. I've dude. had a medical it situation that was like fucking crazy, out of nowhere, serious, and uh, I'm in the clear. For the first time in like six months, and I feel better than I've uh, fucking felt in so long, man. So good to hear that. Did they ever
2: figure out like what was going on?
1: I mean, my guess is stress, like the usual things, really the worst case scenario things that it could be. It's not. It wasn't. Yeah. And just finding out that bit of information... Because I spent months, like, not knowing what the hell was going on. Like, I couldn't eat anything. I'm waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Not good. And that stress alone, like, just kept building every, every day. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, you know, they're looking inside me. I'm like, man, they're going to find tumors or they're going to find ulcers. They're like, what the hell? I thought it was a hernia or something. I thought so too, man. And it was weird. The symptoms kind of, like, changed over time. So... I'm doing like self-analysis and trying to figure out what some of this stuff is, going to just regular doctors and not specialists, and they're useless. Finally got to a specialist, and uh, he was like raving. (laughs) He literally was like raving. He used the phrase, world-class athlete, like two (laughs) or three times, the word amazing. All right, all right. And so I'm like, all right, one, uh, I'm not a world-class athlete, so I'm wasting something right Right, now. I need to do a better job (laughs) of that. And two, uh, just that all coinciding with the seasons changing, it's springtime, just like the difference of getting up, you know, I walk to the gym in the morning to do that, like when the sun is starting to come up and it's not dark and I don't have to put on like a coat and boots and all that shit, like just my mood and everything is like totally different. So uh, another thing that helped my wife, she's training. Nice. She's been doing that for like a year and a half, but kind of like in a different way, doing almost like circuit kind of stuff. Sure. And she last week she was she's like, I wanna do a chest workout. Wow. So I was like, Well then I have to do a chest workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So we did a chest wow. workout. And I just loved it. And the next day I'm like I am like I like shoulders is like my go to thing that I love and I'm like, Alright, I'm gonna do shoulders the next right. day and now I've got like a streak going wow. and I don't wanna like oversell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are going on like twenty no, year no, streaks. No, no. But I'm feeling good about That's it. Awesome, so awesome, uh, That's beautiful. And I got to tell you, man, I, and this is, I don't, you know, I don't give a shit if people, what people think. Yeah. I'm on that Vice. Yeah. <laughs> I am fucking, the I vice. literally make it the night before and have it just ready. And nice. like, I wake up, minute later, I'm taking it. Five minutes later, I'm out the door. That's awesome.
2: For those people who don't know what Vice is, Greg, you want to
0: let them know? You know, Vice is the, the first product that we launched uh, with, G code nutrition and uh, product that you know uh, went there was a lot of uh, time and experience and trial and error and thinking for many many years that went into formulating it, but it's a, r- a really uh, simple but effective pre workout product with some innovative stuff going for it, and I think uh, I think it's something that needs to be experienced, uh, you know, yeah. and not to over, not also to not oversell anything, but I, I, I honestly feel like it it feels and performs differently than than pretty much any other pre workout that I've ever tried and I feel awesome on it. And uh um it's something like I said that just needs to be experienced I think.
1: Squad tested and squad approved. Yes. Yes. I think that's basic that's our focus group. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. So you know I'd say there's like those uh twenty five yeah, yeah. max people who yeah, yeah. are uh you know yep. were instrumental yeah who were in, in getting who, into this. Who
0: were, you know, uh to some extent, you know, a few guys and then a you know, a small circle outside of them who were you know, in on the ground floor of this thing, um, who, you know, uh, when the concept first came to light and, uh, you know, w- first started working on the formula and, and had some samples of it and whatnot, um, we in the loop on everything. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's proof of concept. The fact that the product or the brand even exists, right. Pardon. Uh, it's, it's proof of concept of, uh, of uh, like, uh, uh, an entire life philosophy, but, uh, Yeah, just in terms of the product, I've been using it every day, sometimes multiple times a day um, before I train, and I feel incredible on it. I do two scoops. Um, Everybody's different. We we formulated with that idea in mind that, for example... Um, your wife and you, and then uh, some three hundred pound dude, uh, wouldn't all be using the same dose right. of a pre workout. So right. that's one of the other things that it has going for you. You can use as much or as little as you need to get the most out of your training and to feel your best. So. It's
1: still man. Yeah, I'd say so far everything's going. Uh, everybody's loving it, getting yeah. results. Yeah, no, the- I feel it, man. And what I love is like I'm not I'm not losing sleep yeah. either. A lot of times I take that shit and it's like it's man. Yeah. After a week, I'm like, you know what? I, even if it pumps me up from yeah. the workout, I don't feel good. Yeah, yeah. Other times, and it's yeah. not worth it. But yeah. I'm not feeling that. So.
0: Well, uh, yeah, I think I think Trav's all right. I think it's clean and it's. Uh, I say it's sophisticated in its simplicity in that yeah. it's got. Um, you know, it only has uh, what what it needs to have, and it doesn't have a bunch of extra bullshit in it right. for no reason. Um, and uh, yeah, I find it to be really effective. I, I love how I feel on it. I love that I don't crash when I stop taking it. Um, The pumps when I train are incredible. I think it's one of the things that people are going to really respond to and that I think it really stands out from the competition in that way.
2: Yeah, the pumps are great. Um, The one thing that's great about it is you buy this thing and you get three individual little containers of this pre-workout and it's all different flavors. It's cherry swola. Legend Lime and Grinding Grape, which are right.
0: soda flavors. And you get yeah. fifteen. You get fifteen servings of each too, so you get forty-five total servings. When it's you ridiculous. Buy it. You just man. switch it like, up whenever you want.
1: I showed it to a couple people, and were like, "Well, wait, don't I usually get only one? Yeah. Like, it's three. To three yeah. of the containers. <laughs> you're like, you what do I do? Really I don't. Get. I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't do I with pay my hands? you three yeah. times? Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's dope. Well, so, it's substantial. I think yeah. when you
0: hold it, when you see it, when you're holding it in your hands, you're like, wow. You feel like you really. You're really you're really getting something for your money and that's, bang for that's, the buck yeah. yeah and that's one of the things that we want to deliver to people we want them to feel like we really um gave them value and not just value in terms of like uh you got you know really good ingredients and a really effective product but that like you know there's people behind who really care about it care about it working well right. who tested it to death yeah. themselves and who you know um put a lot of heart and soul into getting it right
1: so uh Maybe we should talk a little bit. Not like the you guys will get to know us. Hopefully, yeah. over time, you'll stick with us. You'll hear more about our backstories and all that. But just to give you a little bit of an overview, so Greg and I, G and I, yeah. uh, we met 25. Year, God, longer than that, man. Take. Like 28. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, long time something ago. like that. A long time ago, grade school. We early were going early,
0: ni- early 90s, maybe late 80s, early yep. 90s.
1: Going to uh, St. Phillips. Shout out to bring St. It to Phillips and Brigantine. The team. now defunct. Now St. defunct. <laughs> I can't believe they closed down yeah, on school. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was uh, in South Jersey. Grew up together playing ball. Uh, wrote a couple screenplays together. Produced and directed two independent films together. Uh, worked in the... Greg, full-time. Me, partially in the supplement business for a long time in the industry. That is where... Greg met Travis, yeah. where then I met Travis. Yeah. So we've all worked together and kind of realized over time that we are simpatico and kind of see the world the same way. And yeah. you know,
0: and Travis and I, um, in the process right. uh, of Mark and I writing scripts and whatnot, Travis and I developed and uh, nurtured the the Go Hard brand uh, for several years. Um, and that's where uh, we self published the G Code books, and that kind of led to the opportunity that we we had right. today. So it's um you know a, a series of of uh you know important friendships over the course of many many years and a, a lot of hard work uh you know led us to this to this place
1: it's been a winding road and definitely unpredictable in good ways and uh
0: yeah great journey
2: yeah, well, yeah and this is isn't.
1: i this is good. we we were talking a little bit last week about the the moment you know when something is being born Or revealed is maybe the better, the best way to put it. Like after all this time is put into put into something, and it's and it's unveiled and it's shared. You like put it out in the world. Now it's kind of up to the world to take stock of it and say. Especially this day and age, yeah, it's
0: interesting as hell. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's exciting, man. So we're pumped.
0: And you know, it's it's funny too because you know uh, I I always look back to um, like Mark and I when we were. Kids talking about having like a multimedia company, um, and that was the you know our brand was called Enlightened Party Multimedia, and that's what we wrote you know wrote the scripts and produced the films. That was the the Aegis under which our company operated, and uh, you know because the big picture goal was that eventually we were gonna write books and make films and you know produce music and make clothing and do all that sort of thing. And it's like...
1: It, and have an impact, you know, and, yeah. and positively influence yes. people. Yes, have
0: a, have, uh, in doing so, have a positive impact and challenge people and inspire people and, um you know, uh, fight injustice in the world and all, right. all sort of really, you know, noble concepts. Um But, you know, in terms of like things slightly coming full circle or um taking, um, you know a non-traditional route, uh, a winding route to to the same goal and how you kind of have to stay flexible and, and be able to adjust the things on the fly. It's like, you know, this is another step on our journey, but, you know, we're at a point now where we're kind of, we're not kind of, we're doing multimedia, Yeah, um, you yeah. know, in support of this, this, this latest project and in and, and, and launching G code. So it's, it's exciting that, you know, we're bringing to fruition some of those visions, um, probably in a way that we hadn't anticipated 20 years ago. So uh, it's, it's interesting how life works. I think a lot of people don't understand that either. Like you're trying to reach a goal
2: in the future, or you have your mindset on something. It's not a straight path. It never is. There's going to be different elements. There's going to be different people. There's going to be something that you never freaking think is going to be there yep. that you're going to partake in or you're going to do. And then it's going to lead you to this goal eventually. And I think that's why a lot of people give up or they lose hope. But yeah. just know that it's a winding road, my friend. Yeah, it's very it, different. If
1: it doesn't happen the way you thought it would, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. You right. know, like... Yeah. You have to find a way to push forward. There are going to be obstacles that pop up that you weren't expecting. It's not just being flexible. It's important. You have to be ready. Yeah. You know, you have to – sometimes an opportunity pops up you weren't expecting. Or you meet somebody and they have a – they're a great person and they're incredibly talented and they haven't found their niche in the world yet. And you don't know how you can create an opportunity for them. if you, But you remember that. And then some – you know, a month later, boom. yeah. somebody's like hey you don't know someone who does this do you or it occurs to you like holy shit that person (laughs) would be perfect for this you know we talked about this before like kind of having that rolodex and that uh awareness and taking stock of things not only yourself and where you're at and what you can do but where other people are at how you can help them how you can help each other putting them in empowering them and empowering yourself at the same time right
0: other people's strengths and abilities and putting them in a position to shine you know it's always been one of the um you know the goals a major goal the major motivation behind the scenes of the stuff we've been working on is just the fact that we've been often surrounded by so many good and talented people and it's like man you know what can we do to create opportunities and help put those people in a position where they can you know, reap the vet, reap the benefits of all the genius we see in them. And, and the funny thing too, is what an integral role they play in your own life and in helping you achieve success along the way. So, uh, you know, those relationships and those, those people and, and the abilities and, and the energies that they bring into your life are, are priceless on a journey like this. And that was, you know, that was the other thing I was getting at too, is that what Travis was talking about is that there's not like a, a direct path to those, those goals. Um, you know, the the end goal is, is something of a destination in your mind, but you have to be open to the alternate routes to get there. Right. And uh, I think a lot of the time we can be really hard headed and we think, oh, it's only this way and it only has to happen this way. Or it only has to happen the way that this dude yeah. who I, you know, look up to or who I aspire to be like, it, it only has to happen the way it happened for him. And that's.
1: And it rarely you know, does.
0: Rarely. Rarely.
1: Yeah. No, no two stories are the same. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it can, it can be helpful, but. Of you know to look at at success and the habits that breed success but um yeah i mean who would have guessed for sure That's and yet it's and yet it's awesome in right. the version that it is right and you it's know? like
0: who would have guessed that it happened the way it did but at the same time like i was all, never not confident that it would happen right and, and, you know, and it's really, we're only at the beginning of this thing. So, you know, w- where we go from here is entirely...
1: Who knows? Know, right, with with exactly. the podcast, too. I mean, right. like, I think we kind of pressed record today. Right. Just starting from the premise of... Oh, we're recording right now? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, shit, well, let me get on my we're game. Just dry, we're just drive We're on <laughs> a road let trip. Let me it. refer to my notes then. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we we just pressed record today. It's kind of like a leap of faith. And it's like, well, we know we're going to get there. This is going to turn into something really cool. Right. We're hoping to eventually like, get a dialogue started with you guys, have some kind of interaction. Maybe uh, you help us, we help you, that kind yes. of thing, uh, and support and uplift each other.
0: Like everything else, it's a process. Like everything else, yeah.
1: And it's a process, and who knows where it's going to go. But we're excited, man. So thank you for tuning in, everybody. But we're not done yet. Um, we, what we're going to do right now is uh, just take a break real quick. And then we will come back for the second half of the first episode of the squadcast. Squad.
3: <laughs> Squad.
0: What's up, guys? Just want to invite you to come to gcodenutrition.com. Vice is shipping now, so you can cop Vice. Uh, which is a pre-workout unlike any other in the industry. Plus, we want you guys to come to our media section, check out my journal, our new video content, and go to the merch section where you can get fresh gear. You know, we try to keep all the flyest stuff coming uh, so you guys can stay dope out there in the streets or in the gym. Uh, We got t-shirts, we got snapbacks, black hoodies, of course, uh, plus the G-Code Volume 1 is available there. So we want to welcome you guys into our world, so check it out.
1: So alright, I got something for you guys. And Shoot, I'm confident like I'm just gonna go on a ledge and say I'm confident we've all been in this spot, right? Okay. So a uh someone not to be named. Okay. Possibly a significant other. Fair enough. Possibly of me. Yep. Work situation. <laughs> okay. Nightmarish boss mm. tension.
0: No. Okay.
1: Kind of um nitpicking mm. personal issues. Mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with actual, like, job function, right? Having, like, an ax to grind and working in that environment, right? And so an interesting thing happened. I just think not necessarily that as a ripe for advice, but for people listening out there, yeah. I think it could be an important thing they could take out of this. So uh, this lovely lady <laughs> is, uh, was dealing with that for a really long time. Or long enough, a couple months, to the point where she's worried about every little thing she does, trying to be perfect. Just not the kind of, you know, mentality that leads to, you know, success. Not conducive,
0: right, conducive to happiness, or, or right to feel, doing feeling, your job well, right, or
1: anything. Right. You don't out. want to go into feeling, work and think like right. I don't want to be here. Sure, that whole kind of thing. And it's hostile. Right, it's a hostile environment. And literally, did like one little thing. Basically, like, making a decision in her mind that it's temporary. Sure. And she's going to make, like, a little tiny effort to find something better. Yep. Right? Sure. To think of a new way to find a different path to adjust, to look at things differently, to take a step back. And literally just by deciding to do that, can sleep fine, goes into work, it's, like, not a problem, knows that it's still happening. Yeah, sure. And so... I know Greg that uh you know we, we've had this conversation before sure. and just knowing you for so long sure, and Travis sure. I know you've you can relate to this like the idea of you know we live in the real world it's easy to be like to say to people you know go after your dreams and to pursue your dreams and at all costs go after your dreams like everyone's familiar with like that yeah, kind of rhetoric sure. but we still live in the real world Course. where you have these fucking bills responsibilities right and you're gonna have
0: adulthood you know yeah Hmm. and you're gonna have
1: a boss is a problem or you're gonna be in a situation that isn't the situation you want to be in it's not 10 years from now yet right and there's that 10 years that you have to go through to get to that point talk about you know we, we got we touched on a little bit earlier i think like the when you go to the gym in the morning yeah and you kind of have that in your pocket for the day. Yeah. Talk about, like, that mentality of knowing, right. like, the comfort that you can give yourself for that, being in that position and in that situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know that there were, you know, countless instances in the past where, you know, I wasn't necessarily happy with where I was in my, you know, professional life. Yeah. Um, you know, even, even you know, and it's funny because it's like it, it, it looks one way from the outside, but, you know, it's really everything, everything really is in the eye of the beholder. You know what I mean? So... Um, you know, you have certain expectations for yourself and whatnot, and you know if you feel you're sort of um, grinding every day and you're not necessarily drawing closer to whatever your ambitions are, you know that could be it could be demoralizing to a certain yeah. extent, and it can really run people into the ground, and you know you, you end up being living a, you know sort of bitter and disappointed, and it can be it can be hard on anybody, um, you know. And I found myself in in situations where, you know, I was Things weren't necessarily the way I wanted them to be, you know, even though I, I was blessed in certain ways, obviously they just, I, I wasn't where I wanted to be. I wasn't, you know, necessarily, um, Good at time. least in my opinion, living to my potential, um, yeah. or, you know, doing the things that I was capable of necessarily. But, you know, a lot of the times I would tell myself like, that's, this is the situation. Like you have like sort of an honest conversation with yourself and right. you say like, this is the situation I'm in right now. and this is not the situation that I'm going to be in forever if I'm willing to do the work necessary to, to, to improve the situation. Um, and I would just kind of go with the mindset like, okay, if I want better, if I want better for myself than this, then it's up to me to make the changes necessary for better to happen because I know it's possible and I know I have it in me. Um, but it's only going to happen if I make it happen. Right so you put yourself in a mind state where it's like about making these positive daily investments in your dream. that's what like, i was
1: getting at in yeah your,
0: in your dream whatever that dream is right like and um you know like i just as an example like I, I can use any of the writing projects whether it was you and i working on a script or whether it was the g code books right and i would say okay you know um you know i I go, I go to work every day i might commute every day um but i'm working on this thing of my own and it's not anybody else's it's just mine yeah and i will sit down and I will put time into it and I will, you know, take the abilities that I have inside me and I will make a better life for myself. And like, if that's, um, you know, a hundred words at a time, then that's a hundred words at a time. And if it takes me three years and it takes me three years, that's fine. But I know that every day I'm moving a little bit, just a little bit further in the direction of that thing. Right. Instead you know? of standing still right. and being stagnant.
1: Right. I, you see it so much. It's heartbreaking. You know, you try to encourage people, but there's so many people who, And it's understandable. It's an easy thing to fall into. You go through your daily grind. You have a job that you don't love. There's something you always want to do. At the end of the day, it's real easy to be tired. Or it's real easy to not put in that five minutes. Or it's real easy to find it daunting, knowing that it's not just going to be something that you do in one day that's got to be a process. But the reality is, it's just that decision. It's just that... Five minutes a yep. day, like you said, even if you have to write one of the, one yeah. word a day, yeah. it's just that progress and putting that shit in the bank, so that one day you can withdraw everything that right. you put in. You know, getting that process started is—it's kind of self-perpetuating in a way, right? Yep. It's kind of like a, a snowball effect. Yep. But it's—it's um, it's very easy to think, oh, I can't change this. I can't make a change. I'm stuck where I'm stuck. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. I've got too much responsibility. I've got too much debt. Yeah. I've got too much this. But the reality is like you can get out of that hole. Yeah, of course. And you can I mean, like when I say nothing materially changed in her life from day to day. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? She still has the same boss, sitting in the same cubicle, working the same job, same coworkers, everything, but it was literally just a mental change. Yeah, the change happened inside of her. Like you say, right, in the eye of the beholder, like yeah. Literally, her just perspective on what she was doing changed because she knew something goes wrong. Okay, something went wrong, but guess what? I'm doing this. Yep. I'm doing this. It doesn't matter how bad she goes. Wait, but I'm doing this. You know?
2: You know what's weird is I think on the opposite end of the spectrum, Sco, there's a lot of people that just go through the day and they're just fine with it. They're just like, this is my job. This is what I'm doing. Absolutely. And that's it. And then I feel like sometimes there's like a breaking point where – People have enough or they're like, you know what? Why am I confined to this? There's yeah. something else I should be doing and then it just yeah. a switch goes off where you're just like
1: that's i true. gotta man. work
2: on, you know, whatever the craft is or make some changes and then from there on out, you once you have that enlightened moment, that's when things change and you just yeah. find time to work on whatever it is you wanna do.
1: Yeah. And no, that's it, true, it, man. That definitely happens.
0: And it does it does get you through tough times knowing that you're you're making an investment in yourself and your dream and that, like, um, you know, that nobody owns that dream except you. And nobody's going to bring it to fruition except you. And it's a certain amount of pressure on you, too, because you're like, all right. if the, But it's good pressure. Yeah. But it's like, all right, if this situation that I'm in right now is untenable and it's not where I want to be, um, then it's up to me to change it. And you realize that, sure, you're tired. You're going to be tired. That's part of the deal, right? Yeah. So. You know you have various responsibilities and you have a job and you have a commute and all that stuff and it gets to be 10 o'clock 11 o'clock 12 o'clock at night of course you're tired you're yeah. a human being right um but the thing that i always tell myself and i you know hammered home right is the idea that um you know if 10 years from now i look back and i'm not where i want to be yeah and the reason is because i was too tired and i couldn't find the time absolutely right? that is gonna be a very little consolation. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That you're well myself,
1: That you're well rested. Yeah, to tell to tell <laughs> myself, hey
0: man, you know, you you, you you didn't you didn't get out of life what you wanted. Um because you're retired, man. Yeah. You know, like that's gonna be a very little consolation to a guy like me, the idea that Oh man, like you're not where you want to be in your life and you you, you know, wasted some of your potential and whatnot because you you were tired and it just wasn't important enough to push through being tired and sucking it up and doing yeah what was necessary. Yeah. You know, so I try to remind myself of that. Like, you know, the excuses the excuses that I'm using now to rationalize not doing what my dreams you dream, won't even remember what, what they dream, were in ten years. <laughs> exactly. What my <laughs> dreams demand will be a very little consolation to me later. Yeah. You know
2: the one thing that always would bother me, you talk to someone and be like hey, man, uh, what's new with you? How you doing? And you're like, oh, you know, working and shit. It's like, <laughs> come
1: on. Ouch. Yeah, man. There's yeah. something else. Yeah, there's something more. I know, more.
0: but you know what, though, man? It's like, but you never know. Maybe that guy's, maybe that guy's, you know, building a boat in his backyard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Working on a masterpiece. No, up. because, you know, because, like, that's the other thing, too. Like, a lot of the time, um, people would ask me, you know, what was going on or what was I up to, and, you know, I would just always say I'm trying to be somebody when I grow up. Yeah, um, but that was code for, that was code for us to let them know, you know, oh, I'm working on something or whatever. But I, I never really get into it. Yeah, right. I've never really get into it, like, cause a lot of times people look at, you know, not and I and it's fine, but like, it, I, I, there's little to gain. Right, there's little to gain, and and you know, I'm never, I've never felt any need to try to like, impress somebody with what I'm trying to do, and most of the time people either don't get it or they you know sort of begrudge you that shit so i just yeah, i know in that sense I'm so just, i no no but it's, so i'm saying like yeah. so i so like a lot of times i'll just be like you know oh man you know <clears throat> and that's it and i kind of like you know i i wouldn't get into the details of what yeah. i'm working on because i can't expect anybody to understand and yeah you yeah. know you don't really know how much anybody gives a shit anyway so
1: and you know plus it's difficult you don't ever want to like you don't know everybody's situation. Yes. And you like you're saying you don't know. For all we know, they got they're working on something in the backyard, yep. and you know, working on their masterpiece. I just assume everybody is. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. You know, here's what I know. Everybody's capable. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I know somebody who's like, uh, what do you call it when you like toss the beanbags into the? Uh...
2: Oh, that's called cornhole. Yeah, I know somebody
1: who's like <laughs> one of the best on the Eastern <laughs> Seaboard at that. Right? I would know. Like...
2: I would know something like this.
1: You know, and not to be, not to knock cornholing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but as as great endeavors go, um, it's not high on my list, right? No. I and understand. I think, like, man, all those hours. I know. If we could just, if I could just carve a sliver of that time off, mm-hmm. and we could put it towards, you know, even uh, improving his own life, or improving someone else's life, or the community, or anything like yeah. that. You know, um, but.
2: It shows where a person's head's at. It's
1: human nature to a certain extent to kind of fall into that routine and to do what those before you have done and what those around you have done. We talked about this before, you know, the 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 habits of the community, the mindset of the community, how, sure. how that's contagious, yeah, yeah. the way your parents see the world, how a lot of people see the world the same way and just kind of mimic it because they want to, they know what it is. It's familiar, it's so it's safe. Yeah, yeah. And so it makes sense, but and, you know,
0: and it's like a, um, like a, on the, like a macro level, I want to be the dude to upset the apple cart, right? But on a micro level, I don't need to like push my ambitions on somebody else and make them feel bad about what the, where they're at or where Absolutely. their heads at. Like, so I try to remind myself of that too, you know. And like, like the, the the I had a conversation just in passing with somebody a few weeks back, and they were talking about like training. You're like, oh man, you're still training hard, and I'm like, yeah and i'm like uh, what's up with you man and you're like he's like oh man i stopped and i'm like oh shit That's ah, sorry he's like yeah i had a kid no. i'm like did you just say you had a kid to me <laughs> you know <laughs> no. um but in my head i thought that i'm like did you
1: just say he, you don't know, have g has g has many kids was, he, yeah. has like 50. he has like kids <laughs> he has 73 daughters i
0: lost i lost count but there's many many beautiful babies running around but yeah i was just like did that guy just use the i have a kid excuse with me who has four kids and like but i didn't say anything i saw, like, oh yeah man i get it you know and it's like everybody's perception of where they're at in the world and where they should be and um you know their happiness or fulfillment it's all individual you know that's it, true so i try that's to true. i try to i try to keep it i just i do my best to keep it in mind and you know i realize that you know um you know i'm thankful i'm thankful that i was uh born with ambition and that i had good parents who kind of like uh you know supported me and and believed in me and and pushed me in the right direction. Absolutely. And uh, I'm blessed in that way, you know, and and for whatever reason, I just never, you know, I've tried my best to not settle for, you know, good enough or my neighbor's good enough or whatever, but not everybody's wired that way.
1: Yeah, so if you're out there and you don't want to go to work tomorrow,
0: Hmm.
1: maybe just start talking to yourself and have that honest conversation. So find a way to not have to keep doing that right maybe it's a new road a new path maybe you go back to school maybe you work for a different company maybe you talk to your boss or you talk to your coworker or whatever the problem is but you will feel so much better after you take that first step like you will get a taste of the power of the the (laughs) self-determination you know instead of just kind of letting like the tides and the the current of the ocean be the reason you go where you go turn on that motor a little bit yeah (laughs) you know let the sail up
0: and fall in love with the process too yeah that's the thing it's like uh you know it's not about necessarily you know being on top of the mountain right but it's about the climb yeah it's like can you find meaning in the climb you know and can you learn to love paying dues and that sort of stuff and that's like something that you know uh not everybody's wired to do necessarily but you know if you really believe in whatever that vision is uh of yourself or of your future and then you just commit yourself to making those small investments every day. You know, over time, it, it'll add up. But, you know, don't worry about the sum of the parts at the end. Just kind yeah. of, you know, make each day and each small investment meaningful. and Eventually, you know.
1: And you look forward to that, even if it's five minutes, right? So. Doesn't very that become so. like the thing where you're like, I can't wait till I get to that. Yeah. The big <laughs> thing
2: that stuck in my head was how many hours are in a week? Uh, 168. 168. Yeah, when would, you said that to me, I'm like, I I can figure out uh, time to do yeah. what I got to do and yeah. work on some stuff. No, yeah.
0: and that's just like, like we're talking about, right? It's just like your own perception of things. Yeah. You know, like we all fall into the 24-hour um, mindset and, you know, uh, and it, there's a certain level of uh, I think it feels very limiting. But, you know, if, if you start thinking about 168 hours and how much is possible, you know, and you know you start doing the math or whatever, right? But if you sleep, if you are actually the type who needs eight hours of sleep a night, that's only sixty-four hours. You still have one hundred and four hours left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you still have one hundred and four hours left. And then, like, let's say you work. per week, right? You still have one hundred and four hours left in your week, right? And then, let's say you are the type who uh, works a ten-hour day and commutes an hour each way, right? That's uh, five days a week. That's sixty hours, right? So one hundred and four minus sixty, you still have forty-four hours left. Yeah, you know, that's like a, a full work week, a full week, a full work week left. <laughs> yeah. Of time yeah. that you could be doing It's only 2,000
1: hours a, a year. Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> so, it's like,
0: so it's like here we are and we've already identified 44 hours that you have to kind of do with as you see fit. Right. You slept eight hours and you worked 60 that week and you still have 44 hours left, you know, divided by seven. That's six hours a day or so. It's a lot of time. Most you know, people
2: get caught up in the... Uh, five-day work the week, and yeah. then the uh, the weekend. The weekend, the weekend is, is when you,
0: right. you're gone.
1: Yeah, so uh, just because Greg just said the phrase, yeah. check out the blog at gcodenutrition.com.
0: Have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, have a great <laughs> weekend. weekend. That's one of the topics, uh, people coming up to you and saying, have a great weekend or living for the weekend. And really what we're just talking about, the bulk of their week of their lives is kind of like the afterthought. It kind of is like what they want to avoid, what they don't want to enjoy. What is the suffering that you have to go through just to get relief during the weekend? And it's 120 hours. What a tragedy! 168 what hours. a huge tragedy! Yeah. You know, yeah. to have all of our lives be that way. Yeah. We need to turn that around. You know, the weekend it was supposed to be that you create for six days and rest on seven. Yeah, yeah. That was the idea. You yeah. know, not to be miserable for six and you know yeah. find relief from suffering on the seventh yeah. so check out the blog there's a lot of great shit on there that she's been writing and uh if you like that check out the books they're available on gcodenutrition.com. Yeah,
0: volume one's on there now and uh we'll be rolling out volume two later on in the year uh yep. sort of a re-release uh from our, our go hard days now under the g-code just just so uh so you know we can open it up to a new audience and uh, volume three is is pretty much in the in can in the chamber. Yeah, it's pretty much in the chamber. It's it's pretty much uh, in the can and uh, uh, ready to go. Um, How much are we selling for, these for for later on in the year? They're not free. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to say they're twelve bucks on the uh, on the uh, on the site. Yeah, I
2: think it's it's twelve chapters a book, so and, uh, it's, uh, it's twelve dollars a chapter.
1: Maybe that go. is your first step. <laughs> no, yeah, no lie, no, like it's, pl- it's kind of written with that intent, right? Yes.
0: Yeah absolutely well you know, yeah you know when when the idea behind it right was uh it's it, the idea was um you know it's got a sub uh, title which is lessons for living an extraordinary life in the real world right and that was like always the thing that i was trying to do um and that's the one of the bases of the book right it was like to be an extraordinary you know and this is on your own terms and however you see that right but like to be an extraordinary person who does extraordinary things, and to not let the fact that you have bills to pay and a, a job you have to go to and those sort of things uh, derail any of that, you know. Yeah. Um. So it was like, all right. So like, living, um, you know, with the sort of uh, um, weight of responsible adulthood, uh, responsible adulthood on your shoulders, how do you figure out then how to, um, still chase your dreams and, and live an extraordinary life? And that was the whole you know, the whole, um, motivation behind writing the books in the first place. Yep. And it's like sharing, it's not, you know, it's not really, uh, I always say too, it's not like, uh, some guy talking down from you from a mountaintop or, uh, you know, uh, televangelist or From the ground like level. <laughs> yeah, In <the> exactly. Shit. <laughs> right, right, standing right there next to you just uh, yeah. saying, hey, this is what I noticed or this is what worked out for me or this is a perspective that helped me through a hard time or, uh, and just, uh, just those sort of, sort of, um, you know, uh, moments of like real world, you know, wisdom where it's just one buddy sharing thoughts and ideas with with his friend.
1: And that code is the uh, basis for G Code Nutrition for the title and philosophically for the company. Yep. Hopefully, whether we can literally give you that push with Vice yep. or philosophically give you that push with the podcast or the books or. Uh, boost your confidence by looking fresh in the gear that we have for sale, um, with all of our lifestyle apparel. That's a hope. I mean, like really at the end of the day, that is the hope. That's the ambition is that we can help people take that step, inch closer towards their goals, work towards that dream, put in the time, put in the effort, figure out like a real way to do it.
0: Right given just just give them tools to empower them and and encourage them along their road, you know, as we're kind of navigating our own road. that's yeah. all that's all you know it's really all about and it's really about points of entry also if it's vice uh, that you happen to try out in the world and that makes you read a blog on the website and that you know opens your eyes or whatever, or if it's you happen to read a book and the book makes you intrigued and you want to try. Vice, or if you see somebody wearing a cool t-shirt and the t-shirt gets your attention and that makes you uh curious about our brand um you know whatever it is that brings you in once you're there we want you to be able to you know pull up a seat and um and and feed you uh, you know in whatever way we can and and really fuel your process yeah and and we
1: and to talk to you too uh, we'll we'll be at expos we'll let you know when those are yep we might be in your city we might be at your gym yep we are
2: it might be in your computer we're doing a uh Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, well, Virtual I... Expo. Yeah, we're in the Stacked uh, Pro Virtual Expo uh, that goes on uh, next week. On stack.com? Stack.com starting on Monday the 8th, uh, running all week long. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people, it'll be an introduction to our brand, but, um, you know, there'll be promotions there and there'll be information there about um, all the facets of our brand, which we, we've we feel great about, it and we think there's lots of points of differenti- differentiation between us and everybody else. Uh, so it's like a, an opportunity to kind of see all of that in a in a single space, and it's really an innovative idea. So awesome. yeah, it's
1: a cool idea, man. St- yeah. Stacked's a great site. It is. If oh, you if yeah. you're into supplements and you want to get the latest news, see all the new products, definitely recommend hitting up Stacked.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um S T A k three d dot com, um, yeah they do a tremendous job there. It's a it's a news site um, that pretty much keeps you up to date on everything in terms of new products that are coming out or trends in the industry or new companies and whatnot. And uh, we're excited. Shaker to, cups, uh, everything, everything, yeah, yeah everything, um, cool. everything related to supplements. So we're excited to be involved in in uh, in their online expo, which is really like an innovative, cool, outside the box idea. Um, so it kind of suits us. Um, so we'll we'll have a presence there all next week, and hopefully people will check it out
1: and uh, Dirt why don't you hit them with some social media info because we do want to hear from people we do want to interact if there's something going on in your life you have a question about or you want to know something about us or about the company uh, we hope to interact with you we hope to be able like we said earlier to learn from each other yeah so so we got
2: a couple different social media outlets we have our Instagram which we're always updating and that's uh, at G Code Nutrition we have a Twitter G Code Nutrition uh, we even have a SoundCloud where we're starting to put our podcast, the one that we're recording now, um, Squadcast. Yeah, Squad, uh, the
0: Squadcast. <laughs> <We> throw <laughs> that up there. Some past podcasts that that we've done, and then some music stuff. Uh, we're gonna go out of our way to update that on a regular basis. We also have YouTube and Facebook. Facebook yes. is, a, you know, one of our more active spots currently. Our... yeah,
2: we're we're slowly populating the uh, YouTube page with. Uh, you know, content as far as uh, training stuff, philosophical stuff, and uh, food. What's the last one we
0: did? Yes, we did a a slice of life, we're calling it the series, and it's just like taking people to different places that we think are sort of cool off-the-grid food spots. Um, Nice. The first of which was a a, a legendary butcher shop in Brigantine in the city we grew up in. So um, we'll be, uh, you know, going to those kind of places and, you know, um, telling the stories of those places and sharing the food and you know uh you know food's such a big aspect of the culture um not just the society in general obviously but you know uh, obviously of the the lifting training culture you know we all live uh, to eat good food so and the culture
1: of the squad yes yes no a doubt
0: a bunch of eaters in this in this god forbid room. we to walk eat. into a chinese buffet it's yeah. like the
1: sweating bullets <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not making a profit that day yeah.
2: yeah you're not gonna see us with our shirts off all tanned up you're gonna see us in that spot <laughs> going in on some food yeah, yeah, and eating, yeah, yeah. being real like today.
1: Yeah. Yes, guy saw us come in. He brings over a cheesy garlic <laughs> yes. bread for free. Yes, it's like I better start feeding them now, yeah. dude. I know you guys. I know what you. I know what you're here for. Yeah.
2: That was good. Yeah, good food, man. Sandwiches. Yeah, good yeah.
1: shit.
0: Really good sandwiches.
2: Really nice. Good
1: sandwiches. So what's uh, what's on the radar for you? What's going on, Dirt? I don't know.
0: Um, no, I do know. I heard, I heard. I heard you. Uh, you. I have to really get clarification on this. So did you marry a couple this weekend? I did marry a couple. Uh, I
2: married uh, my buddy. I grew up with him playing uh, baseball, and he wanted to take the step, the leap, and decide to go with me as an ordained minister to marry him and his beautiful wife. So I uh, did that this weekend. Hold on.
1: There's actually a state in this union that recognizes you
2: yeah,' it's, it's pretty funny. You can literally just go on a website, sign up, yeah. and then, you know, show up to the ceremony with all these documents that make you look uh, official, legit. They even have a parking pass. You could park in like a handicapped spot with a clergy pass, which is horrible but you can do that for
1: 10 bucks (laughs) we just we we got to edit that out we just fucked up the whole process (laughs) it won't be an open spot in jersey for 100 miles
2: no but yeah they wanted me to do it because you know it was kind of non-traditional and they know i'm lighthearted and humorous so they wanted it to be that type of scene so we did it it was good fun and
0: awesome maybe i'll do another one in the future
2: you
1: even wrote a sermon and stuff yeah it's awesome
2: i looked i looked it up a little bit on the youtube machine Uh, can we
1: get a little can we get a little taste (sighs)
2: <sighs> Putting
1: you on the spot. Is, it, is it Reverend Dirt Malone Yeah, yeah. Ready to preach the, the word right,
2: The right reverend I need to have the background music Kind of like WWF somebody, Come out to that
1: uh, What okay. was that guy's name They come out with The Undertaker The uh Paul Bear Paul Bear oh, oh, forget the Undertaker <laughs> Oh
0: gee So you need somebody playing like on a On a Um Like a, uh, a Cathedral <laughs> Yeah 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 Organ an Organ Yeah uh, yeah yeah An organ that was Very one, important that was a, a choir singing in the background Yeah it it's funny Like it's Quietly,
2: there was actually a guy who did my brother's wedding, and God bless his soul, he was a really cool guy, and he did a bunch of weddings, and that's just kind of became his profession. He was like an ordained minister and just did that and he he raked up pretty good so you, so you, you never the, know you see what we we're talking
1: about before out. you never know you go do one dirt you might be getting uh that phone might start ringing. You are an know. interesting
0: dude though I got to give it up to you, and the fact that you were game to do that and that like uh that couple thought that was a good idea and stuff like that's just an amazing place where you live
1: i'm going to go on the record say it was a big leap of faith on their part well dude but... the
2: funny part about it is i'm like oh people are going to come up to me and ask me to do their wedding yeah. But then once you see me at the the ceremony with like my shirt ripped off, uh-huh. a drunken mess, they're like, "Oh my
3: god, <laughs> oh, no, no,
2: want I want
1: this guy." You're like, did you see that priest? It's a, got, that never mind. I got, got hammered.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Uh, so you whatever. didn't feel it unnecessary, like you didn't feel a pressure to live to a certain standard no. after you.
2: No godliness after you, after you, after you in them. your veins. I did, but you know, peer pressure a little bit and some drinks and you know all that goes out the window. Is it went out the window a little bit as you guys will soon find out i'm very different from these two individuals in a a,
0: a wild way you are an unusual young man but that's that's, uh, level each other out how do
1: you you? know what we do in our spare time i I know where the bodies are
2: (laughs) (laughs) gee what's up with you man what's going on
0: i mean you could ask me that question pretty much at any point have a
1: good weekend
0: you could ask me, a, you know. That oh, just question. working and shit? Yeah, just, just working and shit. You could ask me that at any point on any on any day for the past several years, but you, my routine is pretty pretty, pretty similar every day, man. Uh, I'm very blessed to have, you know, a beautiful woman by my side and beautiful babies at home that uh, occupy most of my free time, and the rest of the time I'm trying to. Build this brand into something substantial that people can rally behind and and feel good about. Will so you... that's that's those are the things that occupy most of my hours. Right? Shout, out, you... shout
1: out to the amazing women in our lives. We're yes. all very blessed. Yeah,
0: absolutely, very
2: blessed. Well, no, I was I was trying to get a hold of you uh, a couple of days ago, and yeah. you're like.
1: I'm I'm giving the the
2: twins and the other one baby, a bubble bath. Yeah. I'm like I'm trying to got, figure out what that scene in my yeah, head is probably it's chaos. Like, <laughs> it's total chaos,
0: man. It's like imagine if you were trying to like bathe three monkeys. That's exactly <laughs> what that's exactly what the scenario He's is done what that. the situation is. Yes, I'm right. The weekend before you wed yeah, the couple you were bathing monkeys at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me at all. But uh yeah, so, you know, they they occupy a lot of my free time, but I uh, I'm I'm very blessed uh to who have that free time taken up by them yeah they're beautiful man yeah they're, they're, awesome. they're amazing i'm i'm a very lucky dude but yeah so the, you know my my main focus my main obsession on a daily basis is uh turning this brand into something substantial that people can get excited about and really sink their teeth into and uh beyond that taking care of my family them taking care of me uh training with some weights yep Ooh. seeing seeing my boys uh on a regular basis nice. uh keeps my spirits up and uh you know doing shit like this, it's like I'm working right now, it's, that's pretty amazing. That alone is is an amazing feeling to know that we're doing a podcast right now. This is work, so it's amazing, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, uh, you know, but like I said, you know, you could ask me and Skull 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 knows this, I'm pretty pretty steady Eddie in terms of the lifestyle. It's pretty much he's, you could ask me exactly what I was doing 10 years ago, and it would have been the same. I answer. gotta tell you, working on some
1: shit, I gotta tell you. He's out of fucking control. (laughs) It's it's all facade. Craig, I brought all your friends and family here. We've been playing this (laughs) intervention for a while. (laughs) I did. I sent him a picture. You're flying off the handle, I sent him
0: a picture of a cocktail like three months ago, and he's like, are you celebrating or? Do I, I you, Google or do you image need... searched it,
1: and it turns out it was a stock photo.
0: He <laughs> was like he immediately said something like, uh, are, uh, "I forget what he said." but Are you celebrating or do, or do you need to talk?
1: <laughs> like,
0: it was, uh, it was does alarming. It have to be one or the other? It's
1: alarming. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's not that's not a. A diet Snapple.
0: It's not a diet snapple. Well, I do the all the or a a protein infusion. I do the drinking for you. You know that. I know. I would see him on Monday morning (laughs) and I'd be like, all right, we gotta train today and get the poison out of your system.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you, like, so I didn't like I didn't drink anything other than tap water or eat anything other than tap water for like five months. (laughs) So once I was like in the clear, just of course it was like my birthday weekend. So my girl and I are like, all right, let's go out. It's on. And uh after one day i'm like i don't want to drink alcohol again yeah. and it wasn't even like we drank a lot right, right. it didn't take much i hadn't yeah. had anything to do but yeah. i was just like man when i couldn't have it <laughs> so when i couldn't have idea. it at all it was like oh man right that first nice day yep. you know i live in new york city yep. walk around everything's like curbside tables in the sun drinks fine brunch all that shit i'm like this is gonna be great it's like halfway through the day and we're like <laughs> did we really miss this like yeah. you know yeah sure I mean we'll do it again soon don't get me wrong but well yeah it's like, a, as, like a, as a lifestyle it's, I think it's overrated me and
0: Tara are planning on getting away for a weekend just because like I said I've been running on basically adrenaline for like three months straight and it's like with the babies and then between the babies and everything going on with the brand and you know just work in general and, and all that it's like I haven't slept in yeah you know and I know that you know you're a grown up you don't sleep in anywhere or whatever but like at all in like 12 weeks every day for 12 weeks i've been up like by seven and i'm yeah. like oh my god i need a weekend where i just like kind of eat snacks yeah and <laughs> yeah I just yeah. Like eat yeah. snacks and sleep can i just get that yeah so i'm looking for so we're, we're planning something like that and it'll be it'll be incredible and it's like you know a lot of people are like oh my god like I just want to go on vacation to a beautiful place and. (laughs) That's me. Can I go go to the Louvre or can I sleep on a beach in the Bahamas? And me and Tyler are like, "Yo, can we just go somewhere and sleep? Yeah, (laughs) just go somewhere and sleep for like seventy-two hours (laughs) and like wake up, like watch watch a show, you know, have a snack, and then go back to bed. That sounds like paradise. It seems awesome right now. I might have to do that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, just not really related, but slightly related. This guy, like the oldest. One of the oldest businesses in the world. Yeah. It's like a bell making, a church bell okay. making company right. from like 1390. Wow. Bellymer? That like still exists yeah. in England. And they like they make the cast iron bells and everything. They made, apparently, here's a stat, here's something interesting that uh, i sure you will yeah, yeah. care about. The Liberty Bell that exists right now is not the first Liberty okay. Bell. Yeah. There was a first Liberty, Liberty Bell and that was melded down. And made into a new Liberty Bell, wow. and that one was melted down and made into the Liberty and Bell. This company. Made this company made the first. Wow. So Meld. The, they say the majority of the current Liberty Bell is, materials. Yes, there's. But they did like Our Westminster Abbey. They did everything, oh, wow. and they asked the guy, yeah. and they're like, "So, you've been working like nonstop. Your he's like 75 now, and they're closing it down. Okay. He's
0: closing. Are you gonna make me feel like a pussy because I just complained because I haven't? Because I, I uh." I haven't slept past seven this o'clock this, this in, in twelve segue. weeks, and I was going to be like, "Oh yeah." So by the way, this guy's worked every day for
1: fifty-eight straight years. <laughs> well, I, w- I wasn't going to, but I'll let you sit with it <laughs> right, for just a second, that's just a right. feeling. It's good for you. It's good for you. No, I wasn't going there. But you never know. I'm, waiting, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that guy has taken a
0: day off in six decades. So this guy's that's what work ethic is, and step your fucking game up.
1: This guy's hanging it up, and they're like, "So what are you going to do?" Like, get these shut down, so he's like, honestly, and he's like the driest <laughs> British guy, he's like, honestly, I'm going to take three weeks, and I'm just going to sleep in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all
0: right, all right, all right, then I respect him. We're, like, we're on the you know, same wavelength. He's so. earned it, he's like yes. at the,
1: the time well spent, the yes. like, but he's also like, you get the sense he's the kind of guy who's going to like wake up after those three weeks yeah, and be like,
0: let's yeah, make, let's a, make bell. a bell. <laughs> let's make the bell of all bells. Like, he's not done, he yeah, really yeah.
1: just earned that nap, you know? Yeah, for sure. And speaking of bells, yeah, yeah. that's our final bell, I think. Thank you for joining us, Squadcast. I am Sko.
0: Dirt. And G.
1: And we will be back next week. You that's can right. count on this sure. on a weekly basis. We will be checking in with you. letting you know what's going on in our lives. We want to know what's going on in the earth, so hit us up.
0: Like it or not, we'll be in your ears, we'll be in your heads, we'll be in your minds.
1: G-Co, See baby. of you
0: us.